Hello there, dear listener. A quick program note from your favorite podcaster named Michael Moyer. As you know, Kevin and I are partaking in Sober October, but the following episode was recorded all the way back in September. So don't worry, we haven't broken our vow yet. It's weird seeing my age as 38 now because it like it was oh. it's so and, oh. your bir- birth. and my profile still says I'm looking for a 20 year old. That's like, insane. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's probably what mine says too. I'm looking for 20 to 29 year old young men right now. Welcome to another episode of Are You Ready for Another? The ongoing conversation about life, beer, and what lies ahead. I'm Michael Moyer. I'm Kevin Murphy. All right, everyone, we've got. A special episode. It's another all-star cast joining us. Um, we have my wife, Katie, and Kevin's wife, Melissa, on. Say hi, both of you. Hi. Hi, this is Katie. <laughs> well, this is Katie's the first actual one was Melissa. second appearance on the show. It is. Although I don't think we introduced me as your wife. It was just, oh, Katie's here with us today. Uh, people know who oh. Katie is. Yeah. I mean, we have listeners who, who uh, they all know who I am. Of course. I have an online mm. vo- uh, profile of you on the website. Do you really? No. <laughs> <laughs> of all the characters that we talk about, we have Super Rich John. He's got his bling. I really need to Photoshop a picture of John now with gold chains. Yeah. <laughs> As if that's not going to cause more oh that's okay yeah is that what rich people wear oh, yeah, gold gold super yeah. super blind <laughs> yeah. yeah nerdy white guys from canal wearing <laughs> giant gold bling right okay so so today i'm gonna i actually i need to take a picture of this spread um we are not only going to review some beers and drinks but we also have a giant spread of cheese that my wife went to where to get oh a cheese haven yeah, because <clears throat> up here we are in uh, Port Clinton. Are we technically in Port Clinton? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we're in Port Clinton for the weekend, and there's a big cheese barn that has 150 types of cheese, and meats, and candies, and wine, and we have a beautiful selection of cheese. Were you impressed by the cheese selection? I was. It's a pretty good, pretty yeah. good selection. Yeah. It's Cheese Haven, not Cheese Heaven. No, Haven. Haven. Because I feel like that needs to be Cheese Heaven now. <laughs> Let's open up a competitor. Because <laughs> <when, laughs> Across the road. Um, so I went to CheeseHaven.com and their website just says, we will be closed for the season on December 15th. See you in April. Hmm. Oh, wow. That's all their website says? Yeah, there there is a button that says continue to the website, and I clicked it, and it is not loading. Yeah. (laughs) Last updated in 2015. Uh Oh, no, there it goes. It's just a very slow, um, chunky website. Mm. Now, according to them, they are world famous. I wonder why they think they're world famous. Is there more than one cheese haven? Doesn't look like it. It says handcrafted cheese in Port Clinton, Ohio by Cheese Haven. We are preparing something delicious for you. Cheese Haven is a cheese shop and old-fashioned candy store in Port Clinton, Ohio. Delight yourself with our handcrafted cheeses, uh, delectable ter- uh, uh, taffies, and smoked meats. Well, so the world famous I'm a little skeptical of, but Melissa, you were telling me yesterday that someone, like... Famous yes, started it? No. no. So my um, grandma and grandpa got sick from eating some cheese there, <laughs> so I have not gone until yesterday. Oh. And, and got I've been up here. A giant spread. Yes. <laughs> yes. So let's I'm not too worried about it. Let's hope. 
yeah we're, we're good <laughs> so anyways yeah so during this episode we will be breaking the cardinal rule of eating on a, a podcast and so you might hear some munchins you might hear some cracker snaps <laughs> um but yeah we're just gonna eat stuff and I, I tell you what, Katie, these like little crackers you got um, with this pimento cheese is on point. These are my favorite crackers. Yeah. Is Which, it a brand? Like, um, I get them at Kroger usually. These are Firehook baked crackers, and these are the sea salt organic Mediterranean baked crackers. All right, enough with this cheese talk. What are we drinking? Melissa, do you want to start off what you're drinking right now and yeah. what you think about it? So I am drinking Twin Oast Two Legit Double IPA. And Twin Oast is a um, new brewery that they have here in Portland. So so what do you what do you think of the, the double IPA? Because I think you like heavier, heavier beers, like heavier ABV beers. Yeah, I like I like it. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's um hoppy mm-hmm. so yeah it's what i like it's like a bodhi yeah which is my favorite beer which i think bodhi is uh it's, it's either an imperial or a double i i can't remember and like we just went stuff. to twin oast last night and uh, I, I didn't know what an oast was but they're like old grain yeah it's for it's for dry, drying out your grains there's uh, like a weather vane in the top of an oast, and it directs wind down inside the oast, and that's how like the the grains in the olden days. That's how the the farmers uh, dried out their grains. So, in hearing this and hearing that the brewery is called Twin Oast, makes me think they must have started this brewery in a place, an old farm that had two oasts already there that dried out grain that that did this, and then they established their brewery there, and that's why they named it there. But I have a feeling that that wasn't the case. The oast looked brand new. Yeah. But the, also, they, yeah, yeah. Not actually usable for grain. Yeah. So I think these oasts were, they were brand new. Now, we don't really know that the, the brewery was built on a family farm. So maybe way back in the day, there was one there that had to be tore down because it was 100 years old or something like that. But I don't know if that's the, the origin of, of that is it would be true or not. But. Anyways, these oasts are like brand new, but they're not even functioning oasts. They're one has a bar inside of it, and the other one has like a fire pit inside of it. So it's it's a really cool aesthetic uh, touch to the brewery. Uh, definitely nothing I've ever seen before at a brewery. So it's really nice. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They definitely have some some money to to do this stuff. Um, but yeah, recommend in Port Clinton go to Twin Oast Brewery. They had really good uh, pretzels. Oh, yeah. They do. Bavarian mm-hmm. pretzels. They're mm-hmm. massive. They come on a hook with dipping sauces. <laughs> All right, Katie, what are you drinking? Okay, so I am drinking New Holland Brewing Ichabod. It is a pumpkin ale made with real pumpkin, cinnamon, and nutmeg spices. Which is, it says proudly brewed in Holland, Michigan, which I didn't realize until reading this. I think I knew that they were in Michigan, but I did not realize that New Holland, the brewery, was uh, based in Holland, the city. Mm. So I'm curious now how that naming came about. Uh, but the beer itself, I don't. I feel like I want more pumpkin. It's an ale. It's yeah. not super spicy, super cinnamony. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm really interested in comparing this to other pumpkin ales. Now, is this something you could get at Kroger, or was it because you went to the uh, we went fancier to the, place? Yeah, the, the local grocery store. I think you could probably get this one at Kroger, though. I think, I mean, New Holland distributes fairly, at least, you know, down to our Kroger. I've seen New Holland, so mm-hmm. I could probably get it there. I, I'm kind of still blown away that New Holland isn't trying to, like, I just assumed it was, like, a, a made-up name for the brewery, and they were just saying, hey, we're a new, but it's right. actually out of Holland, Wisconsin, you said? Uh, Michigan. Michi- Michigan, yeah. Huh. But why New Holland? Because the <laughs> residents of Holland were like, you're not taking Holland, we're old Holland. <laughs> we're establishing a new city called New Holland. So we should we should go there and establish old Holland now? I like that idea. Yeah. Except in Columbus or Athens, not in Michigan. Ah, uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> we'll just start, start our own city. Just make uh-huh. our own city, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I'm drinking. Uh, never had this one before. Uh, it's called Sweet Baby Java. It's an espresso bean-infused chocolate peanut butter porter. And I love coffee. I think our listeners know that by now. Um, so I think it's delicious. Um, has definitely that espresso flavor to it. The chocolate peanut butter is not too overwhelming. I was kind of like, I didn't, I was kind of worried about that description because I was like, man, I don't want to feel like I'm drinking a can of Jif, you know? So. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> where are the peanut butter, um, like thick peanut butter, like stouts that are just so thick that it's like literally like, like drinking a jar of Jif. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoop, whoop, whoop. <laughs> So, Kevin, I know you've had uh, Sweet Baby Jesus before, which I think is just the chocolate peanut butter stout without the... The espresso bean infused. So how does it compare? Uh, I I think they're very similar. Um, It's been a while since I've had Sweet Baby Jesus. Um, So I think this just kind of has that that espresso um, hint on it. Where the the other one, it was just like a like a chocolatey peanut butter uh, type of flavor. But yeah. I like this. But it's definitely a if we would go back to our sippable, sippability scale, mm. this would be a high ranking sippable beer because mm. I don't think I'd want more than maybe two of these. Like they're they're delicious, but I just I don't think I'd want to drink a, a ton of this yeah. stuff. All right, so Michael, what are you drinking tonight? Tonight I am drinking Pure Leaf Unsweetened Black Tea with ice cubes from Kevin Melissa's freezer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Mixed with Western Reserve vodka, which is a 100% organic corn source from Western Reserve area. Mm. This organic corn retains more of its natural sweetness because it hasn't been hit with chemicals or genetically modified. Because of that, our vodka starts off a bit sweeter than most 80-proof vodkas and has a subtle flavor with a clean finish. Um, I've never had this vodka before, but I really, really like it in my tea. I haven't tried it separately mm-hmm. <laughs> yet. But, yeah, yeah. But in my tea, it's, it's pretty good. So, I, so it's corn vodka. Mm-hmm. So I'm just starting to learn that there's different vodkas i i never knew this before um but apparently what there's what grape vodka right mm-hmm. corn vodka potato potato vodka really um is there any other ones 
I just I feel like there's this whole this whole world of vodkas I I never knew about before. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm trying to look up right now different like list, list of vodkas, but yeah, it just pretty much list that potato. Yeah, they call it grain vodka, so I'm oh, sure okay. corn is used as a grain and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. But I don't know mm-hmm. whether. Um, yeah, but I might like this better than my Tito's. Really. My <gasps> Blasphemy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so this is also from Ohio, right? Yeah, because that's like Ohio, mm-hmm. half of Ohio on yeah, the Lake, back of there. Lakewood, Ohio. Cool. And it is certified or organic. Yeah. has a stamp on it. <laughs> There's like a thousand certified organic companies. No, this and... is like the one, the USDA organic. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> Like I'm certified organic. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what does everyone think of some of these cheeses? I like them. You did a good job picking. What is? Oh, thank you. What is this one right here? So this one here. Oh, I figured you'd like this one. This is the butter case. Yeah, mm. it's nice and creamy. I think oh, it is. That right there is my favorite so far. Yeah. Does anyone need any of this? Yeah, let me try some of that. Uh, okay. That spread. They had a bunch of spreadable um, cheeses there that you could try. Now, okay, I broke the rules, you guys. <laughs> it said uh, one sample per person. But we were like the only people there. It's not like there was a line um, behind me. They had saltine crackers out there. It's not like those saltines cost them a lot. So I took saltines, broke them in like half or thirds, and I tried as many of the spreadable cheeses. But it's okay, right? I spent $40 in cheese. They don't care if I ate three saltines yeah. instead of one. Yeah. Can but you- I- Go ahead. Can you reveal to the listeners um, the the laws that you broke as a child that you revealed to me the other day with with not at all oh, no, tastings? I don't, I don't remember. What did I break? <laughs> <laughs> um, the Mothman droppings. Uh, there was a, a bean. Oh, I, I guess. So I I'm wondering confess. if if this th- what she's about to confess. I'm wondering if this is brought into her current thing of like, oh, just one sample per person, but it's okay. I'll just do several samples. So as a child, uh, we go to the grocery store. Some grocery stores have big bins of coffee beans that you can buy. You like bag them yourself. You can um, grind them yourself there too. And uh, so uh, my mom would like let my sister and I like grab a coffee bean and like just eat the coffee bean straight from the the bin and michael has now told me that that was stealing coffee beans so i apologize safeway in colorado i probably ate 10 coffee beans so that was mild in comparison to what i used to do <laughs> what did you used to do so does anybody remember how like kroger growing up would have like a giant barrel full of peanuts yeah and they you would just have that. do they still have it mm-hmm. i don't know i haven't bought peanuts in a while um <laughs> So they would have a giant barrel of peanuts and you would basically just scoop out the peanuts and, you know, you buy it by the pound or whatever. So when I was like four or five years old, I would go over to that barrel of peanuts and I'd pick up one of the peanuts and I'd put it in my mouth and I would suck all the salt off of it. And then I'd put it back. (laughs) Man, I don't know if I'd ever reveal that to like my... Psychiatrist, <laughs> the world, Kevin. This is mind blowing. We are we are going into the depths of it's the deep of Kevin's deep. psyche. Now, now, granted, I only ever did it like once or twice. So now, do you think you you obviously remember doing this? But yeah. do you think at that point you knew that was wrong? Probably because I don't think I would have remembered. Like, obviously, there's a reason why I still remember it. 
you know, 20 but Also, you didn't seven actually, years later. you weren't stealing the peanut. So God. in your mind, you were like, I'm not eating it, so it's okay. Yeah. I'm not actually, like, <laughs> stealing a peanut from the store. I'm just sucking the salt off. Yeah. Well, technically, back. you're stealing the salt <laughs> yes. that's on the well, peanut. that's true. Oh, my goodness. But I think the, the word... I, I think as a kid, you probably thought you were not being as bad as if you ate it, and yet mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. much, much worse. <laughs> <laughs> so where was your mom during this? Was she, like, a few feet ahead of you, and you were just like, yoink, and then... Yeah, yeah, I think so. Man. I think she was a few feet ahead of <laughs> ahead of me getting something. Kids are assholes. So is your mom going to now find out about this? Probably. For the yeah. first time. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to hear how She's that goes. She's probably like, oh, Kevin, I've been doing that for years. <laughs> like, there's, there's video footage of, of Kevin's mom and, and like going through and just like putting peanuts in her mouth. Because <laughs> that's where Kevin, it's, it's, a learned, the, it's a learned behavior, right? It's sucking the salt <laughs> off the peanuts. <laughs> I, I would just... Uh, there's so many cameras in stores now. I bet like stuff like that happens all the time. Because I thought you were going to mention the you know when you go to the bins and you can get I want to get peanuts mm, out yeah. or I want to get this and you pour, pour it down and stuff. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like I would just open that up and like eat it and stuff. But but you definitely went in a direction that I was not expecting. So that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love this podcast, because I learn new things, like, every week. Yeah. I'm like, I thought I knew everything. Right. Nope, definitely don't. Yeah, but Melissa and I have been together 10 years, and she still finds out new things about me. <laughs> well, yeah. I think we will 50 years from now. Right, right. <laughs> Kevin, in 50 years, will reveal what he used to do when he was 10 years old at Kroger. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just reminds me of what Tori was saying about his son last night. Uh, you just put it on everything. Just- <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think we're going to go into any more explanation than that. Huh? Just right. put it on everything. Just put it on everything. <laughs> so it's better. It's better that I wasn't doing that in the store. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you probably were at some point, right? But you just don't remember it. <laughs> and our listeners, you can fill in the blank. You can figure it out. Yeah. What do five-year-old boys like to do? Yeah. <laughs> put, put it on everything. <laughs> um, okay. So does anyone have a favorite cheese right now? I'm loving this spread. This yeah. is delicious. Yep. It's good. I tasted as many spreads as I could to sample, oh. pick out the best one. I felt like this was very smooth and creamy. Um, I would have thought that the beer cheese spread I would have enjoyed more, but no, it's the basic pimento cheese spread. Yeah. Uh, so then we talked about the butter case already. There is uh, cheese curds that are covered in like, I don't know, buffalo seasoning maybe. So they're like buffalo wing cheese curds. Um there's a truffle, um, Gouda with truffles, which I thought I'd like more, but I think I like truffles, but I don't really love Gouda. I don't know. I'm not loving the truffles in this as much as I thought I would. There's the smoked hot pepper, which I'm really liking. Hmm. And then yeah, there's the, mozzarella whips. The, those two, the smoked hot pepper and the, the, the truffles, I'm, I'm not digging. Mm. The, the cheese curds, I, I don't think I like cheese curds by itself. They need to be fried for me. Oh, yeah. Ah. Like, deep-fried cheese curds mm. are, like, say magnifique. Deep-fried anything is nah, that's delicious. True. <laughs> well, I will say, I did have a deep-fried Oreo once. Yeah, that was disgusting. And <gasps> I did not like it at all. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I had, I think it was the last time you and I were at the fair, Melissa. And um, I think we had, like, deep-fried Oreos for some reason. Do you remember ever getting those? I think so, and I hated it. Like, yeah. Well, I also I also think that they didn't deep fry it enough, 
So it was like coming out, and it was like the batter. It like it was still. It wasn't like like crusty. Mm -hmm. It was still kind of like gooey. And I just remember biting into it, and I'm like, "This is why America is obese right now." (laughs) (laughs) Shit like this right here. So have you ever anyone had a deep fried Twinkie? Yes, and actually, so I hate Twinkies. They're I think they're disgusting. A deep fried Twinkie is really really good. Especially compared to the deep fried Oreo, but so the the Twinkie the the Twinkie batter whatever it is like the cake the sponge cake kind of like meshes with the batter that it's battered in before fried, and it just it just tastes like I don't know fried batter, and then the cream inside melts so it's like this melty inside. It's really good. Your description of it sounds much better than it actually tastes to me. No, as a, as a person who hates Twinkies, I was very surprised. Maybe it's just in comparison to a Twinkie. I thought deep fried Twinkies were amazing. I'd highly recommend trying it. I've never been a fan of Twinkies. Um, I don't know. They've Have you never, heard either? Have ne- you had a deep fried? Um, no. Might change your perception. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. I just don't like deep fried stuff as much. Yeah. Unless it's like cheese or like I do like pickles. Deep fried pickles, yeah, but like other fried stuff. Like when I was young, I would never eat any like seafood. And so if we ever went to Red Lobster or something, which I don't even we might have gone once. What was that? oh Ponderosa would have some stuff, but I love popcorn shrimp. Mm, yeah, <laughs> and like it's good. That was another little fried thing that I'd always be like okay with. Sounds like you like savory things. Deep yeah. fried savory. I don't like sweet things mm-hmm. in the. Yeah, actually, now I think about that. Yeah, I don't. In a college, um, our good friend Tori, they had a deep fryer. Okay. Now imagine five college boys that don't really clean their house. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Yeah. That would be awful. We should bring that up when we have Tori. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he probably ever used it. And I think it was one of the other roommates mm-hmm. was like, look mm-hmm. what I got. It's the most amazing <laughs> thing. Right, Let's fry right. all the things. I do think they tried to fry a ton of things and just see what happened with it. Yeah. So the the hot new thing right now, and I didn't even know they existed until your sister, Melissa's sister, wanted one uh, last Christmas, is an air fryer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so they, like, swear by it. Yeah, they, they use it all the they time. They use it all the time. They love it. I think it's, like, I would assume it's, like, better for you than deep frying it in fat. Like, yeah. I don't exactly know how the process works. Is it, does anybody know how that works? With the air air frying? It cooks by circulating hot air around the food using the convection mechanism. Sounds like a microwave. Yeah. It is a downsized version of a convection oven. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Mechanical fan circulates the hotter air around the food at high speed, cooking the food and producing crispy layer via browning reactions of two kinds. Mm. Caramelizes the sugars breakdown while Mm. the... I don't even know what that word is. The, the the mallard reaction, typically seen where meat is roasted or stir-fried. The carbohydrate sugars are pro- and proteins in a food react with each other to form the shif- skiff basis. That's a really detailed Wikipedia article on uh, air It fire. is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, my ma- that was just coming out of my memory of my knowledge mm. of deep fried. <laughs> 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 Not at all was I on... Uh, uh, Wikipedia. Right <laughs> I hear that they're like really amazing and great, um, especially if you have kids and you're like making chicken nuggets or like mm. French fries or like little like finger foods that kids like to eat. Mm-hmm. I hear that's really useful for them. But if you have a toaster oven, then it's kind of like eh, one or the other. Um, 
this is what I've heard from. So at work, we have Slack and we have a bunch of Slack channels and there's a lot of fun Slack channels. We have an air fryer Slack channel. Where people, <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, air fryer their, Slack channel. They post their air fryer recipes and like pictures of what they made and the best <laughs> air fryer that they found on Amazon. That's hilarious. How many yeah. Slack channels do you think you have? Oh, there's probably a couple hundred. Maybe a like couple hundred? Maybe like 200 Slack channels Holy at work cow. for a company that has... 80 employees that's insane because like There's we a- we have sl- now granted our company is five people oh. <laughs> but like we have like three slack channels that nobody ever posts to because we just all group we just all group message everybody yeah so i just i could just imagine like my slack and just like 200 channels of just this, like weird air frying recipes <laughs> yeah so a lot of them are fun like that. So there's like the Air Fryer channel. There's a Game of Thrones yeah. channel, which I think is now just HBO Show's channel. And they'll change the name whenever something new comes out. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was True Detective channel for a while. Um, now it's just HBO Show's. So is it... Are you just like literally using it as like a forums but for your just internal company, so people want to talk about the Game of Thrones episode? Yes, but also, so one thing to note is that probably maybe a quarter of the company is remote. So it really helps us stay connected with, like, you know, water cooler chat when you're at home on the computer. You can still feel connected to the other people that you work with by, like, just kind of posting fun things in one of those fun rooms. But also... I learned this from one of our engineers. Slack has a lot of really powerful built-in mechanisms for, I don't know, the things that the engineers do. So like building web pages or... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's very, very powerful. And so we have also have a bunch of channels that the engineers use where things automate and run Mm -hmm. and create our website. Hmm. Do you use it at your work, Melissa? No, we have Skype, so... Yeah. We use that to talk to each other, but yeah, we, we we're just, boring. <laughs> we just have Skype too, so it's more direct to one to one conversation. Skype has a chat function. Yeah, yeah that's what know. we use. Yeah. is the chat. Well, mm-hmm. it's funny because I think Melissa, you've brought this up about like what I mean. Go ahead, Ed, explain. Like every every day, there's like something that pops up, right? And you're like your Skype. I don't know. No. <laughs> like, just Skyping people? Well, it's it's when they're like, hey, it's so-and-so's birthday today. Oh, no, that's just emails. Oh, that's just emails? Yeah. Okay. We get an email with everyone's birthdays and, like, how long they've been in the company every mm-hmm. single day. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone so just <laughs> deletes it, right? Like, but no, it's no funny because, like, Melissa, Melissa has said before, like, there's been times where it's just, like, Beth from Duluth, Minnesota wishes you a happy birthday. And Melissa's like, I've never even met this Beth. I have no idea who they are. It's yeah. very bizarre. Sounds like you guys would benefit from, or you all would benefit from having Slack. Yeah. That's where I all those birthday that. announcements could yeah. go. And you could probably even automate it. Someone could write a script or a program or something for Slack to run that would like pull in everyone's birthday and just automatically say, happy birthday, Melissa, yeah. from Slackbox. <laughs> I, in my company... I think we're up to 90,000 people. Holy moly. And so imagine how many platforms come and go Mm. every month. Right. This hotness now is team sites for Microsoft, which is Microsoft trying to do what Slack's doing. Okay. Yeah. Um, We have Slack. But I, I, I suppose, so I got an email from someone from the Slack administrator for, for my company. Mm -hmm. And they were like, hey, everybody on this Excel list 
which it's funny to me that they share this giant Excel list with all these names, is somebody that has a Slack channel, and we need to verify that you're still going to use it because we're updating the license, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm on there? And I looked on it, and I must have created a Slack channel for our group or something like four years ago. And I was like, well, I guess I use that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I I think they're getting rid of it for majority of the company and stuff, trying to push everybody on uh, the Microsoft thing and stuff. So, but every time there's something new, it's it, it's similar to Melissa. It's like a happy birthday thing, and so then people try and consolidate it. Well, hey, instead of us all having fifty newsletters that we send out every day, and yeah. everybody gets mm-hmm. a ton of different newsletters from different parts of the company, why don't we have one? And then what'll happen is you try and consolidate that all, and then. People still go rogue, and they'll be like, "Well, we need a Northeast newsletter." Oh, no, no. Okay. Well, now the Northeast, really, we need a Boston only news, and then it just it spirals out of control again. So that's funny. So I want to go back to the cheese for a moment. As they're starting to warm up, the truffle cheese, I'm liking more. The truffle is coming out a little bit more. Uh, describe that to the listeners. So, so this might sound disgusting to some people, but. Um, <laughs> uh, these are the things I learned being married to a, a cheesosaurus. Cheesosaurus. I like it. <laughs> is uh, that yeah. an official term? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> um, so cheese should not be served cold. It should be like room temperature. I, I assume there might be different temperatures for serving cheese. I don't know. I like it room temperature. Wait, don't. But we- as cheese warms up, it starts to sweat. And I really like sweaty <laughs> yeah, let's, cheese. Let's pause there for a minute. The cheese sweats is the real term <laughs> that Katie is using for, for this thing. That I know everybody is salivating over sweaty mm. cheese. Right <laughs> so good. Sweaty balls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oils or the fat or something just, like, come to the surface. And, like, it's not the sweat that I like, but it means that the cheese is now at a really good gooey temperature. Mm. Sweaty I, I, cheese. I have no idea the authority of um, the spruceeats.com. So this could be complete BS. But the title is Why Should Cheese Be Served at Room Temperature? Okay. And you know, storing cheese and serving cheese are, should be two different things. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it goes into all these processes and um, um, proper ways to, to warm your cheese and mm-hmm. do all this stuff. So you can read it if you want. Um, I do agree that the flavor profile changes of the cheese as it warms. I don't know if I necessarily want that to happen. Mm. <laughs> it's kind of like um, what beers should be served more at room temperature, right? Like compared yeah. to, uh, you know. Like darker ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Imperials. Like, yeah, and, right. And so it's similar thinking where it's like the reason Coors Light talks about how cold filtered everything is is because Coors Light tastes like butt when it's, <laughs> you know, warmer. Right. You can hide right. a lot of flaws with cold. Yeah. Cold yeah. You, you, can hide, you can hide butt flavors with <laughs> right. when, it's, when, it's, when it's burning what, your mouth. Which is interesting <laughs> because, like, so my dad, when he tries craft beers, he doesn't like them cold. He's just like, when it warms up a little bit, I think I like it more. Mm-hmm. So there's there, some truth to be said that. Yeah. They need to warm up a little bit. So which one is the truffle cheese? Just, I don't, it's on this side of the plate. So the ones with this like rind are the smoked and then the ones without it are the truffle. I do enjoy that. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll try it again. Got that like umami. This one? Really? Right? Yeah. Truffle cheese. Is that a great temperature? Like, (laughs) 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 
<laughs> if only you could have seen Michael's face right now. I must that have not have tried that before. I must have tried the other one because I was I like okay with that one, but it wasn't great. And I, I just do not Michael like, does not like truffles. truffles. Right. I think that was the face I made when I tried the deep fried pickles on like our fourth date. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. Michael had mentioned deep fried pickles earlier in the conversation. I really wanted to seg back to uh, oh, yeah. Kevin's. Yeah, Kevin, tell us hatred. your your hatred about pickle, pickles. <laughs> I yeah, it's it's a weird. So I like cucumbers, okay, okay, but I just don't like pickles. I don't like the bitter. I don't like the bitterness of it. I like sweet pickles. I can do mm. those. Bread and butter. Mm. Yeah, but the like the bitter, like the dill type of pickle. No, like mm. that's that's. No, so no good. You for don't me. like because what I'm wondering is there's a place in Athens called Pork and Pickles, and they. You know, the idea of pickling something mm-hmm. can be done more than just a cucumber, right? Right. Pickle jalapenos, pickle, you know, like all uh-huh, this stuff. Uh-huh. So I'm wondering if we should do a pickle tasting mm. from oh, pork and pickles oh, and man. try all their different Let's things. Let's do it. That sounds... Kevin will hate it. I, Kevin, Kevin's like... <laughs> You'll like the just, pork. That sounds like torture. <laughs> he just went That green. sounds like torture. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the next week's episode. Yeah, we're yeah. just going to keep doing... Food. We're going to become a food show. Right, right. right. So, <laughs> Melissa and I are on our, like, fourth date, and she really likes deep-fried pickles. I do. Mm-hmm. What, what do you think is, like... Why do you like them so much? Do you think it's, like, the combination it's of, like... It's the combination. Yeah. It's, they're delicious, yeah. yeah. Most things fried are good, so right. I like that. <laughs> So, Except like, we're sitting there, and where, where were you at? Uh, we were at Rusty Bucket, Rusty Bucket on Lane Avenue. It's still there. Um, well, actually, we just went there last week, didn't we? Yeah, it's one oh. of our favorite restaurants. Now, this was this your first like dinner date? No, we we had had dinner dates before then. Um, I think we were we were, I don't know, like maybe a month and a half yeah. into our relationship um, but it's still like at that <laughs> point you still as melissa has said before like what what are you doing when you're dating at that point like you know you're on your best behavior like you're you're trying to like like all the same things that yeah, person okay. likes yeah. yeah you know you're trying not to like bring up any negatives you're like i you love nickelback super... they are the yeah. best band <laughs> you don't want to be super picky right right like you you are being very cognizant of like how you're projecting yourself to this other person um and so melissa's just like oh i love deep fried pickles <laughs> <laughs> now at this point do you know you just dislike pickles right oh yeah like but but now granted i will say this i it'd been a while since i'd tried a pickle and uh, but can we pause for a second because i've noticed you say this you say the word granite not like granted yeah grant it yeah like like a granite countertop right <laughs> but is it's that a, a dialect thing i think it is it must like but From yeah southeastern ohio yeah but I've just noticed that. And it's weird because I've never noticed that about you. But it, okay. now that you say it, I'm like, he says granite. But it's like, it's granted. <laughs> it's granted. granted. Yeah, granted. granted. Okay. Uh, sorry, completely I'll correct to, mine. To derail you. <laughs> you do not have to correct yourself. It is a dialect. Yeah, it is a dialect thing. But yeah. I don't think I can ever say granite anymore, yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. Um, now you're going to be like, wait, what is it? Is yeah. it granite or granite? I can't remember. you got to say both. So anyways, um, you... So where was that? You, you, I asked if you knew that you didn't like oh, pickles yeah. to begin with. So... It'd been a while since I had tried pickles, so 
like with a lot of things in your life, maybe stuff you you don't like when you're a kid, you try it and you end up really liking it. I mean, I think everybody around this table could probably, you know, have an example mm-hmm. of that. There's so there's a, a food critic for the New York Times. I'm not sure if he's the current food critic or a previous one, but when he got the job, he was like, "Well, I have to like everything so that I can accurately critique restaurants." And there's like maybe 10 different foods they didn't like, like kimchi is one that stand, that I remember. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, okay, I am going to eat kimchi as often as I can so that I will start liking it. And everything except for maybe one thing, maybe it was the kimchi. I don't know. But everything he ended up after like 10 or 12 times, he like liked it. So it really is all about changing your palate and like getting mm-hmm. your palate used to these new flavors. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just keep trying it, Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> just, just keep on sucking on that dill. <laughs> Man, there's some, some good show notes. Uh, uh, show exactly. titles coming in. Keep Come, on. Show titles coming in hot. <laughs> okay. Now, so, yeah, go but, ahead. so we're in we're at Rusty Bucket. And Melissa, please jump in here anytime. I'll give you credit okay. that you told me that you didn't like pickles, though. So it was I wasn't like, oh, my gosh, she doesn't like pickles. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. And so you're like, I really want these deep fried pickles because they're the appetizer. And she just loves these deep fried pickles. And I was like, okay, like I'm, I'm, I'm going to try it. And so I take a bite of it and I'm like, hmm, this is not bad because my, like the first like millisecond of that bite is the deep fried part. So I'm like, oh, this isn't bad. And then I get to the pickle part, (laughs) that bitterly tasting pickle part. And I'm just like, what? So, anyways, <laughs> now did you spit it out, or did you eat, eat it and swallow it? You ate it. You, did I eat it? It was like a bite. You okay? You ate the bite and just. Anyways, so Michael, you just tried this truffle cheese, yeah. and the face you made this like disgusted, <laughs> like nope, this is not my wheelhouse. I <laughs> that's how I made for this this pickle, this deep fried pickles. Yep. Okay, um, my next drink is I'm sticking with the Pure Leaf Unsweetened Iced Tea with ice from the Port Clinton Water <laughs> Municipality. <laughs> um, and I am pairing it with the, um, the <clears throat> Middle West Spirits Vodka called OYO. Um, it says, originally distilled in Columbus, so it's out of there. Uh, my first reaction is, is I don't like it at mm. all. And I think it's because I'm mixing it with the tea with right the now. With the tea? I think it would be better as just a straight like vodka. shot? Because it, it does have... It is a honey vanilla bean flavored vodka. So it's, it's kind of trying to make it sweet almost. And when I drink tea, I don't like sweet tea. So it's kind of ruining my, my buzz with my unsweet iced tea, you know? Well, an OYO I think does make... Just standard unflavored vodkas as well. Um. Good. Yeah. So, what are you drinking, um, Katie? Uh, so, I'm drinking. This is new. I've never had it before. So, this was exciting to see in the local grocery store up here. Um, it's a Rheingeist, um, and it is called Mushushu. Uh, <laughs> Which I did look up. This is on their untapped um, uh, check-in, which it's great. Whoever at Rheingeist is putting in all their beers on untapped, I love it and appreciate it. Um, So this is the 2019 vintage. Apparently they do it every year. Um, It is in a a bottle. It's not quite a bomber, but not a 12-ounce 
It is a dark ale blend aged in bourbon barrels with coffee, chocolate, and vanilla. It's the 2019 vintage aged for 10 months, and it is 11.3%. And their barrels apparently are selected from New Rift Distilling. So they, um, their bourbon barrels are... Are from this this partner that they can you have. spell Mushushu for the listeners? <laughs> so had I not had that untapped, I was like, I think I would say Mush Hush Shoe. It's M U S H H U S H S H U. So Mushushu is how you say it, but I really wanted to say Mush Hush Shoe, hmm. which is way it, it rolls off the tongue much much worse than Mushushu. Oh, interesting. So it is a according to the Wikipedia's. It is a sacred animal of the Marduk and his son Nabu during the Neo-Babylonian Empire. Ooh. So it is definitely an old, old <laughs> So for all you Neo-Babylonian snobs <laughs> yeah. out there. You know there is like a ancient history PhD working for Ooh. Rheingeist. And he's just like, I really like the Mishushu. Yeah. Like, we, gotta, <laughs> we gotta make this into a beer, please. <laughs> so, uh, taste-wise, it's not too bad. I My first taste, I was like, oh, this is kind of boring. It's just a dark ale. I wanted, I wanted to feel more of the barrel age, more depth to it. But as I drink more, I'm appreciating that. Because the more I drink of it, the more I get the the different flavors and more of that complexity but yet i feel like i could probably drink this whole bottle so in comparison for example a 12 ounce bottle of a jackio's dark apparition reserve i'm not going to drink the whole bottle myself or if i do i'm going to drink it very slowly like i'll have half of it at over an hour and then maybe i'll go back and have the other half but this one i feel like i'm probably going to drink this whole bottle mm-hmm. i mean we'll see <laughs> is it a bigger bottle or is it just look it's a different looking bottle it's not it a... is uh it's a pint okay all right it's an actual real pint all right melissa what are you drinking wow that's a pint i am drinking haunted hayride pumpkin ale by masthead brewery in um cleveland ohio and it's 7.6 percent abv and i like it it's good it's kind of hoppy in the beginning and you don't really get the pumpkin taste until the end and hmm. it's something i'd drink slow but i could probably have two of these mm. two on the crushability yeah <laughs> oh Ayo. but those are big right those Man, are, yeah, those are just 16 regular ounces 16. oh yeah. she's yeah she's she's gonna be crushing the yeah. haunted hayride yeah she's gonna be ready for a hayride yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god um, I don't know why you guys are laughing so hard. Yeah. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, so my next beer is actually what it was Katie's first beer. So it's the Ichabod uh, New Holland Brewery Pumpkin Ale. It's man. It's so like I almost feel like we should do a pumpkin ale tasting because <laughs> these are just so Similar. close yeah. with everything. Mm-hmm. Like the the only one still has been the pumpkin and the warlock have been those two that I'm like this is like taking that pumpkin flavor to the next level. All of this just kind of feels like oh we have a pumpkin ale and you get a pumpkin <laughs> ale and you get a pumpkin ale. You know, like that's mm-hmm. kind of what I feel like. This is. I mean, it's I like it, but it, I just I don't know what else to say about it. Like it's. It's not blowing my socks off at mm-hmm. all. So, you know, Kevin had mentioned, 
you know, one of the earlier dates and they were finding out things about each other. And so we thought it would be fun to kind of discuss our origin stories to a certain extent and, and not just how we met, et cetera, but like how we came to that part in our life mm-hmm. and everybody at this table, well, the two couples at this table I guess, <laughs> met on eHarmony, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Now I'll start with Katie. You were on eHarmony. That's mm-hmm. how I met you. Yep. Were you the other ones at the time that I was aware of was Match mm-hmm. and Plenty of Fish. Okay, Cupid. Oh, I think Plenty of Fish was around at that time too. I, okay, I didn't use that so one. So this was back in two thousand and seven. Th- oh yes, two thousand seven. So like infancy of online dating. It's like I don't know. I feel like everyone meets on Tinder and all of yeah, those apps now. Yeah, swipe left and right did not exist right. when we we had to work for I'm our glad. text messages. Really yeah. did. <laughs> yeah. Well, so eHarmony was different from other dating apps. So I. I started on eHarmony because I went up to visit a friend in Cleveland, and she had it. And I was like, this is so fun. It's like a game. (laughs) (laughs) Am I a game to you, Katie? Yes, it was a game. Uh, Well, because you... So on eHarmony, for those who don't know, I I assume it's still the same. I actually don't know. But back in 2007 on eHarmony, you are only matched with a select number of matches per day, which is really their way of keeping you signed up with a subscription. Mm -hmm. Um, but they only give you a couple matches, like every day maybe. And you go through like four different levels of communication with each match. So if you like the person's initial profile, then you can send them multiple choice questions. And then they send you multiple choice oh, questions I back. I forgot about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if you like the answers to the multiple choice questions, then you send each other your must-haves and can't-stands, where you have like pre-selected your list of 10 must-haves from their like 110 mm-hmm. uh, options mm-hmm. and 10 things you can't stand in a partner. And then if you still like each other's responses, then you get to short answer questions where you can... How do you remember all this? Because it was a game. It was, it was a game. Really I, 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 I like vaguely remember yeah. some of this. So anyway, then you're at the point... Katie's still on eHarmony right now. <laughs> I check it every day. <laughs> no, I wish they had eHarmony for friends, which I think they do now. It's like Bumble has a, a friendship yeah. thing. Uh, But yeah, so then you send each other your short answer questions and they can answer those. And that's when you can finally, for the first time, if you want to send each other your phone number or your email address, because you're able to like do a short answer response to the questions. But once you, if you like each other's short answer responses, then you can get to the the free messaging part back and forth. So you never have to give contact info Uh, at any point. You can still just message each other on eHarmony. I still can't believe that you remember all of that. Yeah, it was really fun. I played this game with a lot of guys. <laughs> a lot of dudes. So how many people do you think you met? Or how many people How oh. many people were you paired with? And how many people did you actually meet in person? I was paired with probably in the tens. Like maybe like 50. Um, I, I wouldn't say it was actually, 100. I, I, how many people did you make it to like the open communication yeah. part? Like um, all the rounds of, of the communication. Well, and then you made it to open communication. I think if I made it to open communication with them, then I ended up meeting them. And so I met four guys that summer on eHarmony. And okay. Michael was the winner. Mike, well, <laughs> here's where we get into more of the story. <laughs> okay, so before I get into that, though, I really want to share uh, the worst online dating story that I have, which is a guy who seemed fine like we uh matched i think at one point i like i didn't i maybe it was like the short answer anyway i didn't really like something about 
his answers or something. So I like ended the communication. I like canceled the thing, mm-hmm. which you could do. You could close out communication. And then he sent me a message. Once someone closes out communication with you, you can send like one goodbye message. Mm-hmm. And his message was like really sweet. It was like, oh, hey, thanks. It was great chatting with you or something. And it's like, oh, he's kind of nice. So I reopened <laughs> communication. Terrible idea. Should have trusted my gut the first time. Um, met up with this guy for coffee. He seemed okay. He was like, nice. Um, it was all right. I never gave him my phone number um, because I still I like wanted to meet in person before we did the phone number thing, and I just wasn't quite sure. So we met for coffee. He was fine. Um, then we went out on another date maybe a week later. He still didn't have my phone number, um, but we went out to dinner and then to a movie. It was a little awkward. There were kind of some weird things, um, discussion topics that uh, were kind of red flags. But then we go to the movie. He's turning off his iPhone. This was right after the iPhone came out. So he had this brand new iPhone. He's turning it off for the movie. And just so happens to like, let me see his home screen kind of accidentally. But I think he wanted me to see it. And it was my picture from the eHarmony website. Oh. hey <laughs> That's really creepy. Dun, dun, dun. A little creepy. I'm pretty sure he thought that we were like engaged and <laughs> we were dating. And, and remember, he never had my phone number. But yet, I think in his mind, we were like an exclusive couple, and he has my picture as his home screen, and wow. that was the end of that uh, relationship. So, I, I want to know, because Melissa and I watch a lot of female comedians, they they always talk about like dating guys and kind of how it's it's crap that all the stuff that women have to go through and, and versus like the, the guy. And, and so, did you have like a... I want you to call me like if I send you a text like to a girlfriend of yours like if I send you a text I want you to call me so I can get out of this like did you have a backup plan for any of these people that you met I think I did I can't remember (laughs) (laughs) but I'm sure I did I'm sure I told um, I don't think I had a backup plan but I think I told people who I was meeting and everything I knew about them and and like where where we were going going and And I never got in the car with like I met this guy out for all of our dates like I met him at the coffee shop I met him at dinner I met him at the movie Mm -hmm. so -hmm. he never had my phone number he never came to my house like yeah after that I like closed our communication and he was gone and I do wish him all the best I hope he found a nice girl who also met him and felt instant in love and took his picture on <laughs> lock screen or he just puts the lotion on the skin <laughs> he's like oh come, my he's like come down to my basement yeah. i have oh some my, nice pictures oh down my there. god <laughs> yeah. all right melissa how many people did you meet in person um i met four people in person um and all of the dates were boring except with Kevin. Oh. So. Uh, you have yeah. to say that now. You were like, I you, know. were, you were just so impressed with his coffee ordering skills. That's, at that time. that's true. Although one of them, I think, was like, nah, this isn't happening. I think we well, both thought wasn't that. It, uh, I t- went on a date after. I only went on one date after I met you. Mm-hmm. And Was that your really fancy date? Yeah, we went to Tony's. Mm-hmm. In Columbus, an Italian oh. restaurant. So, so this guy came out swinging. He's just yeah. like, I'm, I'm going to take this girl to the fancy, so what can- it, candlelit dinner. What, what is Tony's in Columbus? So uh, ta- Italian restaurant, like what you would do a date night at. Yeah, that's like too much for a first date. Yeah, it was like in the, sh- it's like in Short North, uh, or German downtown. Village. It's German it's Village. It's got restauranti in the name. Uh-huh. 
That's, that's pretty did you, fancy. Did you look at his iPhone lock screen? <laughs> I did not. But yeah. I drove separate, so I was... Was this the same guy? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Actually, now I'm kind of wondering about <laughs> Kevin, so this is interesting. Um, Kevin, a couple years ago, I for some reason we were talking about eHarmony and he looked up and he was able to print off all of our communication and it's hilarious to read now and like read what I put as like must haves and like yeah, I can't yeah. log How back into different. my account like really? it's like it's gone huh. and I mean I even tried to do that pretty soon after Katie and I like mm-hmm. really started dating and it was like there was nothing there so man yeah I, I was, would love to have that I was it was it was weird because when we got to like the short answer stuff it was weird to like I think I was just like well Andrew Andrea's four years older than me so it would have been Andrea was like 26 at the time yeah I remember and I was just like my sister's 26 and I'm just like ah this is blowing my mind <laughs> <laughs> <You know? Like, laughs> alright so I met other than Katie, I met, I was supposed to meet two girls in person. Uh, so three total. Um, one, like, was really weird and, like, canceled on me and had a last minute con. It, it was really strange. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like ultimately she was probably just backing out, mm-hmm. right, of doing it. Mm-hmm. She was nervous or something. So, so I didn't meet her. The other person I just met, um, we went to, I don't think it was called Wits at the time. Um, oh, that was, was fun. A little um, the coffee, coffee shop, the 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 the, the perk <laughs> central perks. perk, yeah, perks. That's what it was called. Um, and we met there, and that definitely um, there was no sparks there. But uh, Kevin, how about you? Did you meet many, or was no. Melissa the the main and the only squeeze? So there, <laughs> there was one other person I actually met in person, and she. It was kind of weird because. I mean, I, I guess I can kind of see, like, where she was coming from. But so, like, we, we agree to meet. We're like, okay, we're going to meet this at this point. And she messaged, you know, she messaged me on uh, eHarmony. And she's just like, oh, hey, are you on Facebook? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and so she friended me as a friend on Facebook before we ever met. So, like, obviously, mm. she, like, was completely trolling my whole Facebook oh, yeah. feed to, Wait. like, figure out who I was and all Kevin, of that was stuff. was she the same one that <laughs> I was? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. put on a wig and she's <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> um, so, anyways, I, I, met her, I met her in person. And um, I think I think it was a, a pretty good date. Like, it, it went on for a while. And I think we had plenty of stuff to talk about. And I remember, I think this was advice from Michael, but he was just like, you need to like try to like, if things are going good, you need to try to like set stuff up before like the date ends. That way you kind of are already like establishing, oh, like I I really enjoy your company and I want to keep on doing this. And so I had said like, I bought these tickets to, I forget what band it was. I bought tickets... Like, I didn't even ask Michael. I bought tickets thinking he could go, and he couldn't go to it. So I had an extra ticket, and um, I was just like, I got these. I got this extra ticket. Would you want to go? And she's just like, actually, she's like, I'm getting ready to go on spring break because she was a, a student at OSU. 
And so I was just like, okay. She's just like, but, but like, let me know, you know, like, I'll let you know when, when I get back. And I was like, okay. And so anyways, um, didn't hear from her. And then I, I knew like, because she was just like, I'll be gone that next week. You know, let, like maybe we can hook up afterwards. And so like after a week had gone by, I texted her and she just completely ghosted me. Mm. <laughs> Was but all of that an excuse? Probably. She probably didn't want to other un, unless she met <laughs> unless she met her husband <laughs> on spring break or something like that. But Could but I remember thinking um I still think that's such a cop out. If you're not interested, just say, "Hey, you know what? I'm not interested." Well, that's a good segue I, then I hate, into. I what hate ghosting. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I did not ghost you, Michael. She did not. So I really liked him. So let's let's like before Katie reveals what what is going to happen is, yes, it's 2007. Um, Katie and I didn't really start dating until 2009. So oh, there was right. a, there was a, a long. It was like Lull a year and a half, yeah. Our meeting, um, but you know, we went out. We met at Donkey Coffee in Athens, and um, we were talking. And let me paint this picture. So, Katie had three pictures on eHarmony. She had one with her brand new dog, who's Chloe, mm-hmm. and Chloe was like pitch black then. Mm-hmm. Chloe's like super gray now and stuff, and looks got rat hair and everything. <laughs> but she was a super cute puppy. And Katie had just gotten her hair cut short. So you had that version. Mm-hmm. Then you had this version of you, like, like with curly hair and stuff. Mm. With, that was longer. And I was like, I think I even showed it to you. And I was like, this looks like two different people, too. <laughs> and it might have been because one you had glasses on, the other one you didn't. But it was just like... One was the selfie one, was it? One and, and then the other one was like one. another... It was like you're just wavy hair or something. Like, it was all different. Mm-hmm. And so when we meet at Donkey, I'm there and I'm like... Is she already here? And I've never been to Donkey. I don't drink coffee. I go in and I'm like, I told the guy that probably still works there. And I said, I don't drink coffee. What can I get here? And he's like, yeah, get like one of these shakes or something. Mm -hmm. Wait, hold on. This was not the same day as our date or this was before when you went in to scope it out? I scoped it out. I did that. Yeah. I scoped it out because I was like, I didn't, because what would have happened if mm-hmm. I was in line and you were there? And then I was like, well, crap. I can't just be like, uh. like yeah. <laughs> and I, I didn't drink tea at the time, so I can just be like, give me an, a, a tea or give me a nice tea. And so, yeah, I scoped it out, did that. And so, anyways, go in, get my drink, whatever it was. Um, and I'm, I look, and for people that haven't been in the donkey, it's like this weird concoction of different rooms everywhere and so i'm like is she upstairs is she back here so i look and it was kind of empty so i just waited in front and then she comes in i was like katie <laughs> <laughs> and um we talked i didn't remember really what we talked about at all and then we went and had dinner and now in hindsight technically that was our first date because mm-hmm. it moved beyond coffee right would have mm-hmm. been our first date anyway if it was just coffee this is a point of contention between this, Michael this and I. This is why... Okay, now Katie moves on. Um, and I, I still... I can have the dates. I can pull it up because I actually okay. had this in my... So, yeah. So, we met for coffee and we, like, got along great. And so, then we walked down the street and had dinner together and it was wonderful. Now, in my mind, that was our first date. We met. That was a date. Like, we didn't meet with the intention of becoming friends. We met with the intention of dating. First date. 
I agree. Yeah. Okay. And I agree now, but I'm like, <laughs> but like 24 year old. Michael. The idea of quote unquote like dating and what the the rules are of dating and stuff was so like, I don't know. It's like everybody I dated before went out with before that. It was never like so structured. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you date, you do this. Okay, on the third date, you gotta make sure you kiss. You know, mm-hmm. like all this stuff. Yeah. And so I'm thinking in my mind, we just met. That was great. Right. That was a great meeting experience. So I didn't count it as a date, even though we did go have dinner yeah. and move beyond and stuff. Now, the next time that we met up, was that when you came over to my house? Yes. Okay. So then our next date, which Michael considers to be the first date, Michael came over. <laughs> he brought the best toy ever for Chloe. She like Aww. Her eyes lit up with stars when she saw it. She I, loved that toy to death. It, it was a dragonfly that was probably the size of Chloe at that mm-hmm. time. Uh-huh. But it had the really crinkly wings. And Chloe loved it. And I, I can't take credit for this because it was all my sister-in-law, Susan. She's like, you have to take her. A puppy toy <laughs> and i was like really i was like i feel weird and she's like no take it it was perfect and yeah chloe yeah. loved it and stuff and, and of course and when were... i got back from that susan's like did you kiss her and i was just like what <laughs> you're like no it was the what, first what date i was like no it's first date i gotta wait <laughs> so, no, yeah, you, i think two. you brought beer over you brought beer and you brought the puppy toy and we like watched a tv show or something yeah and bandit was all over me the like cat. he is with everyone <laughs> um he's a black and white cat he's old now he's not as rotten <laughs> as he was when he was young but he has one spot on his side that if he's you, you'll pet him, he's super friendly. And I remember you warning me about that side. Yeah, he attacked me. He goes, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he attacked you uh-huh. the first time you met. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, um, I think Michael has been alluding to this for a while. So, might as well put it out there. So, um, at the same time, I had also met someone else on eHarmony. Dun, and dun, dun. I know. And on like our the, the bumpers, <laughs> <laughs> so I met someone else uh, around the same time, and on our second date, like we met once and like also got along, and then on our second date, then he kissed me, and then I that was somewhere it was sometime after I think that date with Michael, um, like maybe a week or two after that or something, and then eventually I started dating this guy. But I really did like Michael because we got along so well. So I'm like, this is going to be a great friend of mine. So I kept inviting Michael out to do well, things. Well, no, hold on, like... hold on. So at this point, we had become <laughs> Facebook friends, mm. right? And I'm like trying to make future plans, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, that was fun because we went and saw Superbad for some reason. Mm-hmm. And after Superbad should have been officially, that's the third date you have to kiss right. according to the right. dating rules of the world. And since... At the same time, she's dating this other guy, and he'd kissed her, and she's like, well, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to pick him. Anyways, so I'm on Facebook, and I'm like, hey, I'd like to... And then you were going to the Hawking Hills with, I think, Kristen. Oh, no, time. that was Adam and uh, oh, his yeah, friends okay. from Columbus. Yeah. And, and you were like, and I'll get back. And then she sends me a message that says, just like, up front. And she was up front. She didn't ghost me at all, and that's what we were no, getting to. Because I liked him. She's mm-hmm. like, hey, like, but still listen to these words hey i really do like you and i think we can be really good friends but i'm just not looking to to date right now is what you said and i think at the time i really meant that when i said that mm-hmm. i don't think i like the guy had kissed me yet i don't think like 
I, I, I don't think I was being like disingenuous with you. I think and I was then, being honest. I'm like, then, oh, I'm fast not dating forward, anyone. We're Facebook I don't friends, date any and of these like guys. three weeks later, Katie's in a relationship. <laughs> no, yeah, he kissed me then. Probably after that, it was like the next week I met uh-huh. with this guy again, and I'm like, oh, okay. Well, and then she keeps me, so inviting me to so. stuff. And at this point, this is overlapping. So this is 2007, right? So I'm like, well, if her, blah blah blah, you know. <laughs> fast forward to the summer of 2008. Katie has kept inviting me to stuff. And I'm like, I'm not going to your house party. Like, <laughs> I wanted to date you. And you said, no, like, I'm not looking for any more friends, right, is in my mind. But then when Kevin and I moved in together in 2008, you, at that point, instead of just inviting me to, like, housewarming parties and Halloween parties, you were just like, hey, do you want to go get a drink? And I was like, mm, okay. And I bring <laughs> Kevin along and we just have good times at the bar also his boyfriend was out of the country at that point oh yeah and and this is what i'll reveal to everyone most of my girlfriends i have been the rebound person Mm. and i'm really good at picking up the the slack from douchey boyfriends pick up the pieces Uh uh-huh so it's been working for me for over 10 years now so hopefully i mean will it continue to work for you (laughs) i don't know we have have this daughter now that kind of throws a wrench into the (laughs) yes we're stuck together for a while (laughs) no rebound So, I, just, yeah, so, I play the long game. So, yeah, it was about a year and a half. So, if we met in July of 2007, we started officially dating in February of 2009. Yeah. And it was probably the summer of 2008 and Kevin being my wingman. I think the catalyst, yeah. It was uh, you going out and, like, us hanging out and mm-hmm. then me and the mm-hmm. horrible boyfriend oh, breaking great. up. Uh, and going just... out to Katie's Halloween party in, in 2008. Kevin and I are there. Um, uh your friend Jenny was there and I remember mm. Katie saying something like uh, trying to like justify why she should still be with Dan at the time because mm-hmm. everything else he sounded horrible right he was right and you, one of your justifications was but he opens the door for me and I was like I? <laughs> and I, I was just like why well, open the door for you like, <laughs> be like that didn't get me anywhere and I, I remember Jenny laughing at that and me right now like I don't know why that was the selling point for well, me Well, I think you were, you were trying to find anything to oh, okay. latch on to. I'm like, oh, he's so... But even then, I'm like, why? I, I don't know. Yeah. So you were trying to be like, because you, you had this trip planned to go visit him. Were, and it was yeah. really exciting. And uh, I just remember um, that I told Kevin driving home, I'm like, I think my plan is, is to get in with her friends. Yeah. And so we, we, I would go out and we'd meet with her and her friend Jenny. And I remember just siding with Jenny on everything. It was <laughs> real, I, and I think it worked perfectly. You, you like sat on the other side of the bar with Jenny and you two were in deep conversation. You're hanging out. And I'm like, well, Michael doesn't want to talk to me tonight. Yeah. And then afterwards, Jenny's like, we really like Michael. <laughs> your your, your, your plan well. like, worked, Michael. <laughs> we like him so much. And I'm like, really? I don't know. He didn't really talk to me. <laughs> I don't think he likes me. Because, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like it was like Jenny and her husband, Pat and stuff. And so I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to get in. <laughs> I'm gonna come in, in through the slide and get in from the deep mm-hmm. with the friends. So that that ended the the <laughs> e harmony usage. I, I will say yeah. while um, we were talking, I, I was able to log into e harmony, and this is mm. this is why I'm blown away that you have your messages and stuff because literally mine shows nothing. Mm-hmm. I do have the photo of me from um, like 2008 was probably the last time I used it. Yeah. Um, the matches, it's kind of funny. It only shows two matches, and I don't know where these are coming from. But it says Andrea has moved on, and Christina H. has moved on. <laughs> they they unmatched with you. Yeah. They chose to decline. But that's it. There's no history of... Yeah. And, and maybe and I, maybe it was because we never, like, closed. 
I think maybe that was we just know, loved why. each other so much already. I think that's probably why I could still see our stuff is because we never like officially like closed our whatever. It was my eHarmony profile, but picture. I could still see Michael's stuff. I like, like that even picture. Though I, like, of you. closed out our stuff. I could still see it. So I'm going to try to log in and see if I can Let's see. But so did uh, Melissa? Did you use any of the other sites? No, I just used eHarmony. I never dated anyone before Kevin and. I had just graduated college and I was like, I need to meet someone somehow. So let's <laughs> yeah. try this. And it worked. <laughs> what about you? Did you try Match or? I was or? on Match for a yeah. while and yeah. I felt like Match, and, and it's funny because it's like Tinder didn't even exist back then, but I felt like Match was like too loosey goosey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because you're just like, oh, a profile. Right. I'm going right. to message them. Yeah. But There's I felt no like, game. I felt like eHarmony. It was like <laughs> no people, <game>. people were, <laughs> were really looking for one another. Um, well, and I only realized later that eHarmony is like the Christian. Yeah, um, I didn't know that either at the time. Really? Yeah, yes. I still didn't know for that. For a long time, they huh. didn't allow Don't same-sex know. couples. Yeah. It was ah. like a man seeking a woman or a woman seeking a man. You couldn't change that. I learned just now, looking at the website, they have now expanded. Okay. Yeah. Good. So Let's I go. I for them. It's like the yeah. yeah. Well, and then when I learned that later, I was like, oh, like, but at that time, like, I'm not very religious now, but the time I was like, you know what? Like, if I meet somebody that wants to be super religious i'm okay with yeah, it. yeah i think same for me too yeah like yeah. i was i was still figuring myself out and i didn't yeah, yeah. now i'm like down with god <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> oh my no but like i i was just like kind of open to anything at that point you know i put i did have a so i was what 24 25 and when you live in a college town and you're 25 and you're not a grad student you feel like you're 50 yeah to the 22 year olds right, right right so i did like set my age limit i think to 22 mm. you know just because like on I, the high end or the I, low end uh, no on the low end 22 oh. to, to, to 40 actually because at the time my mom wanted me to date one of her friends that was like <laughs> 40 or something and i was like hmm. you know like i'm not a, a, you know Ageist and the ageist. strapping twenty-four-year-old boy. Yeah, <laughs> but um, I I remember set, setting that, and that was a thing to me because, like, it's weird to get across like feeling old. You know, I I didn't want to be like, oh, why are you? Because you always have to, especially in a college town like a high university. If you stay around. It's normally not seen as a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. They're like, "Oh, you didn't get a job, right? In right, the big city or something like yeah. that." But I did get a job, and so it was. It was always some, it was a barrier for discussions. Oh, mm-hmm. why? Why'd you stick around? Because like when you go to a high university and you're an undergrad, it's just like assumed you're moving somewhere else, mm-hmm. right? And mm-hmm. people that stick around, it's like, oh, what happened? Like. Yeah, you know? or you get the thing like, "Oh man, keeping the party alive, right?" Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it's like people think you're still living in a shithole right. apartment, you know, right. rocking yeah. every night of the week. Now that did happen when Kevin moved down, and I'd come home from work, and he'd be like, <laughs> "It's time for power hour." And I'm like, "Kevin, I gotta go to work in the morning." <laughs> oh man. Um. So do we want to kind of delve into yeah. our story a little bit? Uh-huh. Um. Let's so, let's share the love of coffee for Kevin. How that started. So I I had never drank. I already coffee. loved coffee. I'd never drank coffee before. And actually, I think it was either you. It was either you, Katie, or Michael that suggested a a, a coffee shop. I think it was Michael. Michael. I think you actually told yeah. me. And yeah. so I remember. Later. So I suggest. So I suggested to go to Starbucks for Melissa. 
I never drank coffee before, but I was just like, that's a good place to meet. So I need to figure <laughs> out this Starbucks. So I remember going online and trying to figure out the Starbucks lingo. Like there was like a website to like, what does a grande mean? What does, what does, you know, flat, white, you know, like all of this stuff. Well, and think about What's it now. What's a latte? Like, What's a cappuccino? Yeah. Right. YouTube was around then, but it was for like fart videos and like <laughs> uh, kids pulling their fingers. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. and, and so now you could literally just say, I want to learn about coffee or right. something and find a billion videos mm-hmm. on how to do it and mm-hmm. stuff. So what, what year was this? This uh, 2008, 2008, or no, it was no, two, 2009, 2009, because yeah. August of 2009. Mm-hmm. So this was, this was probably like, well, when, when we were, we were matched like in July yeah, or we were something. Yeah, we matched in July. Um, so I remember going to uh local Starbucks in Kroger because that was the only Starbucks that, that was in, in Lancaster at the time. And I remember I didn't want to seem like an idiot, like I had never been to Starbucks before. <laughs> like I didn't want the person to like help me order. So I had like written down what I read <laughs> on the website and then I said, I'm I, I walked up to the counter, I was like, I'm ordering for someone else. I was just like, if I get any of this wrong, just like can you help me out? And she's like, Oh yeah, sure. And so like I ordered what I thought I would like, and it's actually a drink I still drink to this day. What is it? It is a grande cinnamon dolce latte. Whoa. I like that you just gave the size. Like, it has to be a grande. Has to be grande. Well, it, it always starts with grande. Grande is like the, the center point. Like, it. <laughs> I. Hmm. Wait, what are the different sizes? It's tall. Tall, grande. And vente. Vente. Hmm. And then there's, there's, tr- there's another size, but they only do it with, like, uh, cold drinks. Hmm. Holy. Yeah, so this looks delicious. Um, <laughs> How much sugar is in it? Is the question. <laughs> Um, there are 44 grams of carbohydrates in it, zero fiber. Um, 41 grams of that is sugar, 340 <laughs> calories for, um, oh, mm-hmm. that's not horrible. Yeah. For 16 ounces. Yeah. A grande. And that's what you get, right? A yeah. Grande. Grande. Yeah. grande. But, the, but there is another size above venti. Mm. It's, uh, it's like Trenta. Trenta. Yeah. Whoa. Cause I would go get, when we lived in Seattle, right across the street, I'd go get a Trenta green iced tea unsweetened. And talk about I got used to caffeine. Mm-hmm. And then when I came back, I stopped getting that every morning. Mm-hmm. And I started experiencing the like, I don't know what's happening in the morning. Oh, I don't have my yeah, 49 I get, ounces. I don't of- got the, the shakes. <laughs> so you, so you, you order this thing. You try it. And you're like, yeah, oh, that's pretty nice. Yeah. So then I, I drive up to Columbus. Is this before we met? Yeah, this was before well, yeah, we had to scoop out the territory. I don't think I knew that. Aww. See, so, I learned things. So I, I lived a, a solid like 50 minutes away. I, do, I didn't know Columbus at all. We barely had GPS at the time. Like it wasn't on your phone. Or if it was, it wasn't. I don't think you had, very, you, had a, good. you had Google Maps at that time still. I mean, did you have an iPhone then in 2008? 
Or was you still were you still using like I, the razor or something? I think I was. I still had the crazer. Yeah. Oh yeah. The crazer. The yeah. <laughs> Um. So, so yeah. You, yeah. You, so I I did a whole scope it out like so I knew where to go like all of this stuff. <laughs> he's got your picture on his phone, yeah. so he's looking around. Yeah. <laughs> that's your screensaver. As, as your screensaver. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Good thing I didn't see that. Yeah. So, anyways, I just wanted to be very prepared going into yeah. it. Because, yeah, what you don't want to happen, right, is you're waiting at the Starbucks and you're like, sorry, I'm late or something because that, right? you know, yeah. it, it, you know, you have no context of why yeah. he's late and, oh, he's never mm-hmm. been to this Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So, what Starbucks was it? Where was it at? It was uh, Starbucks on Lane Avenue. Yep. We actually just went there. It was uh, August twenty seventh, uh, twenty eighteen, or uh, two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. So we just went there this August twenty seventh. Uh, so this always worked. This always I felt like was a detriment to me. Did him living in Lancaster even? No, I didn't care. Yeah, you were just like yeah. it didn't matter where they lived, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't care. But you're like, I don't care. You come to me though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And you, you're not picking me up. I'm driving. You come mm-hmm. to me. The interesting thing is, though, so this is where it's funny. I'm waiting outside for him on a bench. He walks by me, and I think both of us were like, that looks like Melissa. That looks like Kevin. <laughs> but he goes inside and orders his Starbucks. And then I think you came out and like I, said I came I came back outside and I said you must be Melissa right because we made that eye contact and I said I think that's her but I'm not sure so instead of being like boop 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 I'm just gonna be cool Mr Cool yeah. Guy and go right. go inside and get my coffee and then I remember I sat down and I said you must be Melissa and um, you said. I, yes, yes. <laughs> I'm, going, my name. <laughs> I'm going to go get a coffee. And I was like, oh, okay. So there I am by myself sitting outside. Now, this Starbucks actually has a door that goes out, th- out the back. So, like, I'm because you took what seemed like an hour to get your Starbucks. Like, it took forever. And I'm thinking, <laughs> like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, so how long should I sit here until I realize <laughs> she just, like, left out the back door? Like, and she's like yoink or yeah. I don't want to see this guy anymore. So in your in your mind right now, you're thinking it's a very good possibility that she was just like, yes, I'm Alyssa, and then she just left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I I met this guy, and I don't I you know because this had this had I had met Melissa after the whole ghosting incident with the the other girl. Yeah. So I thought like she would pass the judgment that she wasn't interested, and then just disappear. Right. Um. But that wasn't the case because you ordered a frappuccino and frappuccinos take forever. <laughs> yep. So still my favorite drink though. Uh-huh. Yeah. So so it wasn't that she was like trying to slip out the back door. It's just frappuccinos take forever. And actually, if Michael, if you Google this, Starbucks employees say, "I absolutely hate it when." Is this the Starbucks? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh... Um, Starbucks employees will actually even say, I hate it when people order Frappuccinos because it's like a minimum of like three minutes to get it ready. Well, like, 
That's the equivalent of what Michael ordered at Donkey. I remember you ordered the Frescante, which is basically a Frappuccino. Mm-hmm. It's just Donkey's version of it. Yeah. And so people are like, I remember I remember hearing this Starbucks employee just like going on this tirade of like, I hate Frappuccinos because they 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 take so long and then like we get super busy mm. and like just customer after right. customer is ordering these frappuccinos oh. and then like stuff like backs to, up and everything i didn't know that frappuccino is actually starbucks branded thing yeah. you can't like yeah. really that's why donkey yeah. has a right they name Frescante. it something different because yeah. they ice blended yeah 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 okay all right and so he went through all of that to try to do the cinnamon dolce latte and like have the lingo down and stuff and, and then, I sat and then, outside while he ordered. So. Right. Yeah, we never even ordered together. So it didn't even matter at that point. But we ended up going inside and talking. How long did we talk? We talked for like two hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we had, I, I remember I made you laugh. And I, <laughs> I knew that, I knew that was a good sign. Like, because I think that was probably another piece of advice from Michael is if you can make them laugh, that's usually a good sign that they're having a good time. (laughs) Um, And I made you laugh. And then it was like two hours later and, you know, it was getting late and I had to drive back to Lancaster. So I remember like I, I didn't really walk you to your car, but I, we, we kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm parked here. You're parked there. And that's when I asked Melissa for her number. I said, so can I have your number? And, and I said yes. Yeah. So so I remember you even said like that was like a smooth move. Like it was <laughs> like I executed that perfectly. Like we just had this great day and then then I got your number. So And then we our second day was old bag of nails and that's thanks to Michael's um suggestion. So Ooh, good job. Michael with all the suggestions. I he helped Kevin out. At, yeah. <laughs> uh, other people. <laughs> Wait, so you and I were together at that point, though, right? Yeah. So that was 2008. Yeah, because remember... So you're like, hey, this is what worked for me. Now, it took yeah. a year and a half, but... <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Right. Took, it's going to work. But yeah. I mean, because we, we went to... Um, Oak Island. Oak Island. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's oh, yeah. right. That's and right. I think you were talking, you like, through eHarmony at that point or something, yep. right? But you yep. hadn't had the Starbucks date. Yeah, so right before... I even remember getting down to Athens. It was the night before we left for Oak Island. I remember getting in your car and we were going in town for something um and because you were living in albany at the time and i remember telling you i was just like we set up this date like she has this wedding that's coming up and you know like i i think things are oh was that your sister's wedding no my sister's wedding actually happened she was on her honeymoon while when we met but I was moving out of my apartment, so I couldn't meet you for like a week because mm. I was. Yeah. You know, I'm I moved for a whole entire week. Yeah, it took that long. It did. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> it's a lot of pressure, and you have to wait for the cable guy and like the internet. I guy know, and, like or gal. So difficult. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. Katie and I have a slightly different thing because she started dating somebody else, right? But actually, I guess it's still the question still stands for her. Oh. But Katie, when did you turn off your eHarmony? Like, okay, let's because another thing is is <laughs> yeah. you generally pay for, and I know Kevin wants to tell this story. 
is you would generally pay for a month yeah. or like three months at a time, mm-hmm. right? So like, I think I did eHarmony probably two or three times since 2005 mm-hmm. uh, living in Athens and just did not have any success down there. And the whole time I was always like, oh, it must be just because I'm in Athens and there's just like... There's very few people who are over the over, age of 22 who are still living yes, here. Who, yeah. right. And because I'd be matched with people in Columbus and I just could never yeah. like get beyond that. And that's right. why I asked if... In your mind, you even looked at it, it was in Lancaster. You know, you're like, oh, I don't, I don't care. Right. So, but yeah. so, so when, at what point were you like, yep, time to turn off these uh, platforms? So I have a confession to make. You still have it. (laughs) (laughs) So I went out to my account just now. I did the forgot password thing because I couldn't remember my password. Reset my password. Logged in. I'm trying to find Michael and and I's old conversations because I know I could see them the last time I logged in when Michael couldn't, but I could. Mm -hmm. I could see them. And I can't find them on their app right now. So I'm looking and looking and it says your matches are turned off. So I hit the button to turn on my matches because I think maybe if I reactivate it, (laughs) it'll show me my old conversations. It didn't. And now I don't know how to reactivate it. So technically, (laughs) Michael, I have now reactivated my (laughs) eHarmony account. (laughs) I'm going to start getting matches um, until I can figure out how to turn this off. But to answer your actual story or your your actual question about when did I turn it off, I think I only bought uh, maybe like two months worth of the program when we met and that's part of the reason I think I gave you my email address or phone number or Facebook something fairly early on before we'd even met because my subscription was, was running, running out, out or yours was running out and we wanted to meet before yeah so the problem I had was is the, the iPhone came out that summer I didn't buy an iPhone right away I had the razor phone the little flip phone but the problem was is I didn't pay for text messages so Katie, I gave her my number expecting her to call me. No, no, I texted you. Yeah. And so I wasn't getting any of the text messages. And I think I finally called you and you were like, oh, yeah, I've been texting. And I was like, oh, I, that's another thing I didn't want to admit. Like, oh, I'm, I'm not this hip <laughs> yeah. 22 year old like you are texting. I want to call people and talk to them in person. I had just studied abroad where everyone was doing SMS. That's what they called text messaging in South Africa at the time. Everyone did SMS instead of calling. And I'd never texted anyone in the U.S. before because people didn't, like we had cell phones, but we called each other. And then this brand new thing in South Africa, SMSing. So then I come back and I have texting added to my phone and I'm using it and <laughs> forgot that not everyone was with the times. Yeah. So, so after I called you, that's when I think you added me on Facebook. Ah, uh, okay. But, um. So, Kevin, the question was, when did you... Okay, you met Melissa. When did... Did you just let eHarmony run out? Or did you, like, say, like, nope, I'm just going to close my account or whatever? Well, I don't think we've said this, but so eHarmony was really expensive at the time. Oh, yeah. I I think it yeah. was, like, $40, $50 a month. I yeah. got, like, a three-month, like... Yeah. So, yeah. it was it was one of those things where I think I paid for, like, three months... And I'm like, you know, this is like, I'm, I'm making $6 an hour at my job. Like I cannot afford this, like, you know, this expensive dating service. So it had ended up running out. And then I remember you, Katie had like a coupon code or something (laughs) that you gave me for like two months free. Nice. 
and You're so, welcome. so it was <laughs> actually it was actually when I re reactivated it was when we got linked together. So yes. so you could actually say if it wasn't for you giving me that coupon code my wife and I would have never met. <gasps> if one it wasn't enough. for Michael Good and I job. meeting and you two being related, isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Michael and I had to meet in order for me to meet Kevin, in order for me to give Kevin the coupon code. Oh, man, that's Dun. like some crazy Dun. Uh, Dun. <laughs> <laughs> butterflies flapping its wings. Yeah, exactly. Good job, Katie. <laughs> That worked. And that worked I, out well. I know eHarmony always wanted to know when people like succeeded, right? Like mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, we're in a couple down." Did any of you do that? No. no. You, yeah. I, I, I want to email them now and be like, no. "Hey, my ho- no, I just <laughs> no." In order to get access to our old data, right? They gotta uh, have it okay, somewhere. Got and be it, like, got it. But then they'll want us to be in their commercial, and it'll be like. I don't even know if they'd still do the same commercials, mm. but it's like, ding, ding, ding. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, it, it, it is really weird. And Lily, when you're listening to this in 50 years, <laughs> the like, um, what's the term I'm looking for? The negativity surrounding online dating. Yeah. The, um, oh, there is like a yeah. uh, stigma. Stigma. Yeah, there yeah. is a stigma. About online dating. And now it's like, I think if you talk to any, they would be like, wait, you would actually you just meet someone meet and random people in bars <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah that's weird someone... like i might meet you in the bar but i'm gonna like text you and swipe you first and then i'll meet right. you right like... <laughs> yep. yeah i i totally forgot about that how it was and like... it was almost something where it was like not embarrassing to tell people you met online but it was like it just you, it you was... had to have the things prepared to say yeah it was like a very progressive thing or at least what it felt like so i remember um like people that were like more like our generation, I would uh, gladly admit that's how we met. But like if it was older generation, yeah. at least at the time, I would be like, "Oh, we met at a Starbucks," and I would just leave it at that. Yeah. Like I yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't say we met online, which is true. You met at a Starbucks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's what I did too. And and now now anymore, it's just like, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. we met at a yeah. eHarmony. <laughs> we're not like these hooligans with Tinder. <laughs> we were we were classy. In our, yeah. our we yeah. went through a very structured process that Katie remembers. Down there was the no swipe detail. left or right. <laughs> there were four levels before I could even give you my phone number. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting though now to like on Facebook. It was like you friended Kevin ten years ago mm-hmm. and like. All of the things now that you're like, wow, that was 10 years ago. And also, I was probably a little like, uh, I'm going to wait a little bit before (laughs) I friend him and all of those other things. My eHarmony profile tells me that my subscription was canceled in September on September 20th, 2007. Last payment received August nineteenth, two thousand seven, for fifty nine ninety five. Wow, I spent wow. a whole sixty bucks to meet you, Michael. Well, you met that's Dan a lot of too. Crazy. Also, to meet three other guys. Yeah, that's so much money a month for I back know, then. Right? When I was making like beginning teacher salary mm-hmm. of. Well, and oh, we haven't mentioned, but Katie was all fancy. She was twenty two. She owned a house, and I'm coming there like. Making, was not fancy. Uh, no way was I ever going to be owning a house in my mind. Right? It's not a fancy house. And um, <laughs> well, to me, it was fancy. 
Also, well, no, this was the same friend. So the same friend who I had gone up to visit and she was on eHarmony and like showed me the ropes. And I was like, this looks fun. Also, the same friend I tagged along with her as she went to tour and then make an offer on her first home. So like she by being with her, I was like, oh, this is how you buy a house. That's easy. I can do that, (laughs) too. Like you don't have to be 30 and married with two kids to buy a house. Mm -hmm. And so that. Yeah, then I was like, well, shit, why am I spending so much money on rent? I could be spending <laughs> half of that <laughs> on a house with four bedrooms. And All right, I did. now you've inspired me. I looked the subscription status on my eHarmony. <laughs> uh, last payment, my uh, subscription expired on March 14th, 2008. <gasps> you subscribed after we had met while I was dating another guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you act like <laughs> there's some negative of that. Like, well, that failed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I shocked and offended. <laughs> How much does it cost now for a month? Ew, Good question. Uh, I don't even want to hit any of these buttons because it'll probably be like it'll oh, be like me now. I'm going to start getting matches, you uh-huh. guys. Ding ding. There's you a 50 percent off subscription um, for yeah, 36 more hours. I have the hours. same. I have say 50 percent. Subscribe now. Must be. It has lot, to be cheaper. So. There's what? no way it's still. Twelve ninety seven oh. is my save fifty percent. It's only twenty six bucks to join this now. Is, this is and with inflation. And that's premium plus. Like we were probably spending closer to like eighty wow. or ninety dollars a month. That's premium plus. There's premium extra, which is only seventeen a month. You can get fifty percent off at eight forty seven a month. Eight dollars. <laughs> that's crazy. Man, or we a six month plan for thirty six dollars. Fifty sixty dollars a month on we, it. Oh. Now I did. Mm. I do remember we tried to always wait for the good deals, right? Yeah. Uh, you get three months mm-hmm. for forty bucks a month or whatever it is mm. and stuff. But um, it's because they're competing with free things like Tinder. Is Tinder free? I feel like I Tinder no is idea. free. Yeah, everyone's on Tinder, Everybody's right? Free. Is it free? Yeah. Wow. So they're competing with these free things. Mm-hmm. Every social thing has to be free now. Kids right. have no concept of paying for anything. Yeah, digital. Even I mean, even Facebook's getting in the dating game. That's their that, that's yeah. their newest shtick. Really? Mm-hmm. So I'm going through my profile now from 2008, supposedly. Oh, I just took screen caps of mine. This is hilarious. my my income level is <laughs> is twenty to forty thousand. Wait, we had to put that. Yeah, you had to put your <laughs> education. You have to. So the the women who are looking for gold diggers have to be able to yeah, like, say I want weed out the yeah. I need a minimum two fifty or two hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> and years. also the gentlemen who are looking for. Uh, I do like that that mamas. that range twenty to forty thousand. Be like, what side am I on? Am I yeah. closer that's, to twenty? That's 20? a good point. Or, that is a good or am I up? And it's like you you got to date me to find it out. So my match income. <laughs> how important is your match's income? And I said somewhat important. I think it's because I I literally didn't make much money, so I wanted to have somebody that probably made more than me. And I scored. (laughs) Because Katie makes more money than I do. I fought and scratched my way to finally making more than Michael, what, like two years ago? Yeah, two years ago. Despite every having, every like, time eight Katie years would of make more than more. me, I would change jobs and immediately because that's <laughs> our did, America yes. today is you make don't more than make Michael. more money staying at the same company. You have to yeah. leave to make more money. Yeah. And also yeah. you don't make money in education or nonprofits, yeah. which was my chosen field. And yeah, so <laughs> good job, Michael. <laughs> you scored. <laughs> it is weird going through in here. Um Oh, interesting. Would I be willing to accept a partner who has children? I said no. Me too. I thought I thought for sure if you would have asked me, I would have been like, yeah, okay, I'm, you yeah. know, okay. Also, I said I wanted kids. I said I wanted kids too. But then for like 10 years, I was like, For I 10 years, Katie's like, 
No, I said I'm not sure let's yet. Let's go bamboozling across the country. Yes. For, <laughs> bam, bam, for no, I said I don't want kids right 11 now. 11 months at a time. I don't want kids Sure, right let's now. move 1,800 miles. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. I would like to, my matches to between the ages of 20 and 29 is what I had. Okay, so, so you didn't actually younger. go up to 40. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's weird seeing my age as 38 now because it like knows. Oh. So, and, oh, wow. and, and my profile still says I'm looking for a 20 year old. That's like, insane. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's probably what mine says too. I'm looking for 20 to 29 year old young men right now. <laughs> my reactivated profile. <laughs> I really want to know if you're going to be matched to someone. That would be It also says amazing. I still live in Albany, Ohio, uh-huh. and I'm a teacher and grad student, and <laughs> there's a lot of things that... <laughs> yeah, this is so wild. Um, mm. Yeah, and I did say under religion preferences, uh, preferences, I said any religion. I said not important at all. Hmm. I did say that I was Roman Catholic, so if that was important to people. I think I said that I was Christian. But... Yeah. I'm sure I put something, yeah. This is a a fun trip down memory. I do wish I could see those, you know, um, things and stuff, but sadly I can't. Hmm. All right. So I think that might be wrapping up our kind of origin story with mm-hmm. our, our couples and stuff. Mm-hmm. Do we have anything else we want to say? Gladdy Harmony helped. Yeah. Good job, Good job. You, Harmony. Yeah. <laughs> Work for us. Send the checks in the mail, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What if our sp- first sponsor is eHarmony? We, <gasps> we could actually probably get that to happen because it's like we're having a couples podcast. And, right. And how adorable we all are. Yeah. I met two guys I dated. Oh, goodness. Oh, my God. <laughs> it worked for me twice. <laughs> what is the name of that song that they use in those they they probably don't even use that commercial anymore oh, or yeah. that song in that commercial anymore but at least when we were using it it was just like all right so we generally end each episode with a song now um katie melissa do either of you have a song you'd like to to leave us off with you got something, Katie? Oh, do you have something? <laughs> I want the boys to pick something from um, your band. Oh. And then next time we are guests, we will need to talk about that because... That's that that's when pretty, that that's when pretty. Melissa really fell in love with me yeah. is when she saw me rocking. I was like <laughs> a bass guitarist, oh. yes, please. <laughs> uh, same thing. I saw Michael's band play, and I'm like, wait, he has a motorcycle and he sings and plays guitar. In uh, a I know. Band? Why am I not dating this guy yet? <laughs> <laughs> and I walked right by her and talked to her friends. <laughs> so something I from like Moonville it. Station, and the two people that were in the band can pick what they like. Okay, All right, we'll, so what we'll, you... we'll pick a probably a good one. Pick one of your originals rather than a cover. I don't know if we have any good recordings that I would like to have on there. I can find something. Yeah, like a, a with you woman. That's yeah. good. Oh or yeah, let's do with you woman. Actually, okay, this is a perfect segue, right? <laughs> it's okay, a perfect ending is song. because um, with you woman was actually written about Katie in a very like. Abstract. Abstract way. Oh yeah, yeah. because yeah. it was about like meeting this girl and then like she, yeah. You know, I called her and her boyfriend answered. And... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm dating someone so, else. So yeah, now. actually, you know, um, I, it, it's funny because I've lied. Like uh, Dustin always told me to stop writing songs for girls because 
I'd write like every girl I met. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I just change the name and be like, <laughs> Yeah, Sarah. Well, you, never, you never wrote a song to me. That's what I mean. So Dustin, Dustin said, start, stop writing songs to girls and stuff. Like, And so in college, it was more of a joke thing. Like We'd go to birthday parties and stuff. But with you woman was more my like, if you, Katie, I don't need you. <laughs> Even though the end of the song, we end up... Oh, man, that song yeah, was you pathetic. Wrote the song. Because the end of the song, we actually end up together. Yep. Mm. See, that's a good one then. That is a good one. <laughs> good job, Alyssa. All right. Yes, good job, Alyssa. Okay. So... Here, this is a song by Moonville Station, formerly known as Moonville, formerly known as Suburban Groove Injection, and it's called With You Woman.
ready for another 